Welcome back to the Transform Your Minds, Transform Your Life, the podcast. This is Life Coach Rena Young, and you are listening to Authors Corner, where we showcase and highlight our local authors. Today, I'm speaking to Patricia Vega. She is the author of Connections by Design. And Patricia and I are going to be talking on the very important subject of building an authentic connection with your teenage child. Welcome, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you for having me in your program. Uh, it's an honor. I'm very happy to be here with you. Thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it. Well, um, I- Thank you for agreeing to come on the show. Like I said, you know, talking about teenagers, listen, any information the parents can have to help them work with teenagers, it is something that they should pay attention to. So, all right, guys. So, let me give you guys a brief synopsis of Patricia's book. Um, this is a quote from Ron Tapbell, and he says, "As kids reach adolescence, they need us to watch over them more than ever. Adolescence is not about letting go; it's about hanging on to every single bumpy ride." So, you know, Patricia's saying that navigating the teenage years can be challenging. And as parents, we play a crucial role in guiding our teenagers through this phase. In Connection by Design, Patricia Vega delves into the complexities of the teenage mindset, shedding light on the emotions of adolescence and the need for teenage privacy. Yep, we all know about those doors that are closed. Yes, I have two biological children and I adopted three. So I have been traumatized by the teenage experience. So, all right, so let's dive right into it. So the first question I have here for you, Patricia, can you talk about the importance of empathy and understanding in nurturing a healthy and authentic bond with your teenager? Uh well, like I said before, I was planning in, oh, what I'm going to say and this and that. But I said, the hell with it. I'm going to speak from my heart. Empathy, it's, uh, it's a little complicated. You know, there's a cognitive empathy and there's true empathy. Cognitive empathy, it's like, well, when you're, let's say you're watching the news, you see something's going on in other countries, you feel bad for other people and stuff. But True empathy, true empathy is, I cannot say that it's important, is essential. And especially essential with teenagers. Why? Because they're just entering in the world of adulthood. I call them newborn adults. We all been through that. We were all teenagers at one time. So we're supposed to be the best teachers. But somehow we build this image of adults and teenagers. No, 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 no. They're adults and young adults. So true empathy is relating to to them emotionally, regardless if you agree with the way they're thinking, with what they're saying, is understanding that they're going through through tough times that they're either they're hurting or they're confused or uh, lonely 
you may say as a parent, oh, I love them. You know, of course I adore my children. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's good. But what's important is how they feel. Do they feel loved? Do they feel understood? So empathy is essential in every human being. Now, empathy and understanding, you got it made, you know, is essential for teenagers because they're just entering the adulthood. They need the support. They need to feel loved. They need to feel understood. They need to feel that someone cares. Empathy is caring. In all the conversations, uh, go ahead. The problem is, is that the parents care, but the kids do things that they don't agree with. So I like exactly what you said. You you show empathy regardless of, of whether you agree or not, because you understand that it's a difficult time for them. So one of the things you talk about, maybe that will let some shed some light on this empathy, you know, uh-huh. uh, talk that we're having right now is the teenage mindset. You talk about delving into the complexities of the teenage mindset. So how does empathy and the teenage mindset, um, how do they meet? I see what you're saying. Because even though you want to have empathy and you you see them, uh, let's say, um, being rebels or uh, not doing the right thing, or you already know that they're going to hurt themselves and they think they're right, you need the connection first. You need the connection first in order for them to listen to you. Even though you feel like, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> for example, you know, oh my God, you're going to hurt yourself. No, that's our, because you already have the experience. No, they're, they're hurting because they still, uh, they haven't understand how it works. They're just entering that tunnel of adulthood. So, you know, I understand your pain. Once you connect, once you build that bridge and you listen to them, let it out, hold on. Don't say, no, 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 no. That's it. You already know what's with your experience, whether what's going to happen if they do certain things. First, connect. Once they feel connected, then they can listen to you. Why? because they feel that someone cares. Now in hundreds of teenagers that have joined gangs, uh, when they interview them, the most common answer is when they ask them, why did you join the gangs? They say, because they accept me. It's my family. So in their mind, in their mind, they're still growing. You know what I'm saying? They're still growing. So in their mind is, no, they don't accept me. Of course you accept them. You love them. You care. You give your life for them. But you have to just connect first. And you cannot follow other families' uh, pattern. Each family has their own pattern. You build your own connection. That's why I call it connection by design. Each child is different. Each child, each person, each human being has their own essence. So no one is going to know your child better than you. That's it. Yeah. yeah. First connect, and then you guide them. Because if we try to guide them without connecting, they're just not going to listen. 
actually a friend of mine was saying jokingly, no, no, he, I cannot talk to my child. I said, why? Because I'm her, <laughs> I'm her father. So I'm the last person that he's going to listen to. <laughs> Well, they her We most friends. <laughs> you live in my house. You're gonna follow my rules. You're gonna do as I say. But you're right. That actually pushes them away. And and that's a very good point that you just brought up. You push them away, and they join the gangs, or they you know they do bad things because they're following people in school or whatever. That's actually a very good point. So I'm glad that you brought up the connection by design. Um, uh, and you have some profound themes in there. And one of them is your design team that you just mentioned. So can you provide the audience an overview of what inspired you to write the book and what is the central message that you aim to convey? Oh my God, my mind is traveling right now. So many stories. But the first that comes to mind is um, a few years ago, uh, and I cannot say where, or what, or the name of it, because it's confidential. But I uh, work with, uh, let's say, a youth program. Let's call it a youth program. And I was supervising these girls, and uh, they offered me this this uh, this program, this job, this project, and I had to supervise 150 girls per day, me and another 60 ladies. And uh, I thought, well, you know, it's a new experience. And it was a very, very, very interesting experience. Those 150 girls, they were not the same 150 girls. I mean, every day or every two days, there were a, there were different 150 girls. Okay? So, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And wow. to be in a room, to be in this room or this building and see these 150 beds, you know, and the supervisors and the guards and everyone, the social workers. And when I joined there, uh, I try to, um, of course, um, I consider myself a positive person, but I try to keep also a calm face, a positive, you know, and a smile and everything to the children because they have been to different uh, experience, difficult experience. But for my surprise, a few girls were, were calling me. And uh, I don't know why there were other, you know, there were other social workers, but they were calling me. And I said, I'm just supervising here. And they started opening up. And they told me all this that, oh my God, I feel like crying now. Give me a few seconds. It's hard. It's painful. I share tears with them. I share laughs with them. The stories that I would never imagine in my life from these girls to share with me. In other occasions, there were boys, young guys also. And I was talking to them, I, well, I was listening to them, and sometimes I just said a few words because the main thing is to listen to them. And not judge, and right? I, I, didn't, I didn't expect when they said, you know, uh, can you adopt me? Why the girls, they said, I wish my parents would listen to me like you do. And for me, just something so simple. And I said, what do you mean, sweetie? They said, 
They always yell at me. They never listen to me. And what really got through me, maybe, I don't know if they find it like something silly, but for me it was like a knife in my heart. When I And I still remember their faces. Several of them, they said to me, can you do something? Or can you talk to my parents? Can you do something so our parents understand that you don't, that we're, that we matter? And I saw how hungry they were of being listened to. You know, of being listened to. And I'm not, it's not the parents' fault. It's the beliefs that were hammered into our head from our parents and our parents from their parents and their parents from their parents like that. And sometimes we live our lives because we're, you know, in a certain way because we don't want to be judged. We need to do an out analysis of ourselves to disregard all those toxic beliefs. We create this image that, oh, you know, he's at a difficult age. You know, he's a teenager. They don't listen. They're responsible, this and that. That was created by society. No, they don't need to listen. They need to be listened to. You are the best parent, Myrna. You're the best parent because you were a teenager. So you know how you felt with your parents. You're doing the best you can. Yeah. How come right now, even though we have treatments, therapies, support groups, and all that, how come the suicides rate is increasing in teenagers? So we must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Well, like I said in the beginning of this conversation, um, a book about, you know, understanding your, your teenager and some you know, any kind of advice to make you work with it. Because listen, that is a conflicting heads, buddy kind of relationship. You know, I was listening to an interview the other day. Um, It's an interview, a podcast interview that um, the whole world is talking about. I think it's got like 45 million views right now. But the guy was talking about at 13 years old, he left home because he and his father was butting heads. (laughs) and he just moved out and was living on the streets. And that is basically what's happening right now. You mean the the parents are not listening to the teenagers, even when they're in the house. It's a very, very troubled um, time for, so your book is, 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 is right on time. And I'm, and I'm glad that I have the opportunity to give it some visibility. And um, uh, yeah, because, you know, it's coming from someone that have, you know, experience. And by the way, I, I was a foster, um, an adoptive parent, um, working through one of those same, you know, what you're calling this, you know, um, facilities that you're talking about where to have, you know, um, where to have these teenagers go because their parents can't deal with them. So they put them in this, you know, residential program so that they can, so that they can come out better. So I know exactly um, the program that you're talking about because I've got it. I've had experience with it. Um, yeah. So um, how can listeners um, get a copy of your book? 
and um, and connect with you if you are on social media. Just go to Connection of the Minds, connectionoftheminds.com. Okay. Oh, that's your website. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and um, uh, do you have, are you in social media? Yeah, I think that's going to happen probably in the next month. All right. So basically what I will do, there will be a transcript of my conversation with you on the show page, which is blog.myhelps.us. I will link out to your book on Amazon. And when you when your when your um, website is up, just send me a note, and I would add it to the show page so people can, you know, can connect with you on your website and um, and get some more information if they need to. But yeah, uh, open up the, uh, the website up already. Connectionofthem.com. Yes, they can they can go on the website. Yes. All right. Yes. Good. Excellent. Now, right. What I was saying through social media is TikTok, Instagram, and all that. Oh, okay. You know, all right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. The, you know, once you start, once you start, you know, putting up your content there, they'll see it there. But yeah, I'll definitely connect out to your website and your book on Amazon. Listen, yes, Patricia, you talk from the heart. Thank you so much for. I can see your passion, and I see you care. Because yeah, you know, talking about those girls, and yeah, the stories are hiring. The stories are hiring. Like I tell you, I'm I'm in that space because I'm a foster parent, and I am I was an adoptive foster parent, and um, yes, I know. It, I, I admire you. I admire you. I admire you and respect you, Marina. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't a piece of cake. I will tell you. Um, but I know what you're talking about. Um, it's yeah, it's a difficult, it's a difficult time. And, and I know that the girls that their parents put into those programs, yeah, you know, the parents are saying the girls are hurting them, but they're saying the parents are hurting them. And and for you to have the empathy, and I'm glad that we spent a lot of time on the empathy because you do have empathy. I can see it, I can feel it. So um, I hope that you know you guys are listening. Um, if this conversation resonated with you at all. Definitely pick up a copy of uh, Patricia's book, and um, you know, as she's saying, every every um, child is different. So, which means that how you deal with your teenager is different. You know, when I was, <laughs> you know, I I started having problems with teenagers when my son, you know, my son at sixteen years old, um, in my own life, you know, was acting up, and what I, I do, I says, go and live with your dad because his dad and I were divorced. And um, I said, go live with your dad. And, and I remember someone telling me that between the ages of 14 and 19, your kids are going to act up. So you are very right. Culture is telling us to expect this. And once every year expect shows up. So this is a great, great conversation to be having. Great, great book, uh, Patricia. So thank you. Hey, no, thank you. And I would like to say a few words to your open-minded uh, listeners that there's no compassion without empathy. No values without practicing and no knowledge without sharing. And two words for all the young people is you matter. Yeah. And my respect 
and admiration to all the parents. You're very welcome. I like that. You matter. Yes, it's very true. Yes, they're the builder of our society. They matter. That's very true. Yes. All right, guys. Well, listen, I love being able to present to you um, the authors, the local authors, so that they can get some exposure for their books. They're doing good work. This is especially good work. So, you know, head out to Amazon and pick up a copy of Connection by Design and learn from someone that's been there how to deal with your teenager. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Patricia, for being on the show. And I'll take it on. It's an honor. Thank you. You're very welcome. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>